until the count of five. I happen to love the number five. It's a beautiful number, a glorious number. You got to the count of five. Yeah, Dot Two Five. Hello, I'm Jesse Patrick Benz, and you are listening to Dot Two Five. Said that you already know we've been here forever. Um, I'm your Max. Hello, Max. How are you? I'm your Max. You're my Max. You'll always be my Max because I love you. <laughs> that was a lot of information in approximately six seconds. That's how I roll. You were only here once. You've got a short life. Got to make the most of it. I'm Deep. not dying. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why you, you've gone bold and shaved oh, your I head. <laughs> gone bold. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a personal choice and it looks great. Um, I, I don't actually know if I, how well I am because I haven't been to the doctors in about um, eight years, I think. I You're not looking out. well, mate, I've got to be honest. Am I not? Do you think I should probably check some out? I was a bit shaky the other day. That's a new thing that started happening to me. So I've noticed that whenever I'm hungover now... I, I can't hold things anymore. <laughs> so I used to like. <laughs> so I used to be all right, and now whenever I'm like over, if I'm holding my phone or it just falls out my hand. I don't have any. Is that what happened grip. last weekend? Yeah, it happened to me twice, didn't it? When uh, we were walking around and I was trying to... F- it's because I was a bit over and I got no strength in my hand to hold things. And that's definitely an age thing, I think, because that certainly wasn't happening a couple of years ago. Oh. <laughs> and then it stops being funny, doesn't it? Like, you drop, you drop your phone once and everyone goes, ah, that's funny. And then you keep doing it and it just gets a bit tragic. <laughs> everyone stops Are you okay, laughing. mate? Are you... You're right. Uh, just me, scrabbling to pick it up. Me and Jesse saw each other on the weekend, which is a rarity. It was, it was nice to hang out with you. It was lovely. We spent the weekend. What did we do? Uh, I met you on Friday night. We went out with one of your workmates, which was absolutely lovely. She was ace, forgotten her name. And um, then on Saturday, um, we went to a DJ show that I was working at. Um, said hello to people. And then we went to see Goldfinger and Less Than Jacob, Brixton Academy in the evening, which was awesome. Very awesome. Uh, I, Very I was awesome. upselling Jesse how good Goldfinger was live, and I was a little nervous I overdid it, but then they delivered in spades, and I didn't feel as guilty. They were awesome. I'm literally wearing the Goldfinger T-shirt I bought there right now. Excellent. There you go. And then um, Sunday, I had to go work this DJ thing again, shaking again, as <laughs> you know, as, as I now do. You should have seen him scratching. It was unreal. <laughs> Purely <laughs> accidental. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, now back at work. I uh, went to see Mixmaster Mike in Bristol last night. That was pretty fun. And I enjoyed it, but I was just saying to Max off air that this is all too much. It's too much birthday. It's like too, too... There's a reason you only have a birthday once a year, right? It's not my birthday. But it, like, when you have a birthday once a year, it's because it's special. So if you do good shit this much, you're just knackered and it's not fun anymore. And well, you want to sleep. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago on the show when it's, we said, like, oh, we've made promises to each other to go to more shows and do more stuff because we've got the, the income to support that now? Now it's like we've got too much of an income that we just don't know how to stop and we just yes. keep doing all of this stuff. Exactly. We're forgetting about basic human needs. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's live music, beer, and not a lot else. No, it's, it's not good, mate. We're going to meet a grisly demise. Yeah. Hey, the good die young, as they always say, so we'll keep that going. Exactly. It's all fun. Hey, well, this is our first show in our third year. How's it that is. feel? This is, this is the show that keeps us indoors and it keeps us uh, talking to our lovely listeners. So thank you for checking out the two-year anniversary. Thank you to Steve for being Quizmaster and doing the most stupidly hard quiz known to man. Do you it know how many ridiculous. people have messaged me and been like, I can't believe Steve thought that quiz was easy. <laughs> 
I'm glad. I'm glad people thought that though, because I was worried that like I was just idiot. Do you know what I mean? And like everyone else was screaming what the answers were. But I'm glad that um, no one else knew the answers. Although my mother messaged us when we were out. Yes. And uh, she figured out the question to who was the first Canadian IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship before Jesse did. She's a genius. It's worrying, really. It is worrying. I haven't seen your mum for many years. I would like Me to neither. see her again and um, have a wrestle. <laughs> she's clearly a big fan, you know, so this she, needs to happen. She knows what she's doing. We're getting the Pegasus mask. <laughs> she's handy. <laughs> Shut up. Is this, is this payback for whatever I called your mother last time? <laughs> yeah, probably. <sighs> it's all good. It's all right. good. But we're here um, to talk hey, about thinking, podcasts. Yeah, in a minute. No, we're not. We're here to talk about wrestling on a podcast. You little lamb. Um, I realised the other day, actually, I just realised this second, that the only time I ever come into this room where I am right now is to do this podcast. And I never thought I'd be in a position in my life where I actually would have a room that I don't use. That's quite some isn't it? It's kind of creepy because that room is just filled with wrestling toys and scary monster figures. Yeah. So, so it's like a shrine to half-naked plastic men. It is. Yeah, all of that stuff. I've got a... Um, we had a, a friend staying with us all the last week, um, which was very lovely. And um, to thank us for putting him up for the week, he sent me a figure of um, Zombie Page, which is brilliant. That's like your... Well, it's one of your loves. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, per- it's perfect. It's my perfect woman um, in an accessible state. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. Bobby puts him up as well, but you get a figure of the woman you wank over five hours a day. Yeah, well, she um, well she she didn't. Um, she got a present as well. She got um, the Mighty Ducks trilogy on DVD. So oh, we've, all, cool. we've all won here. Yeah. I think Bobby won. I think yeah, but but I can watch it too. She can she can't take it away from me. Mighty Ducks. Well, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Love Mighty Ducks. Such a good film. It is a good film. Anyway, wrestles. Let's talk about wrestling. Yeah, it's, um, it's, an NXT week this week. Is it, it is because this week is the most exciting week in wrestling that I've seen for a long time. Raw got a whole new rebrand, and uh, Paul Heyman is definitely in charge now because that was a weird ass show. Yeah, like weird. Ending with like Lana and Bobby Lashley making out. That I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But the stage I'm, I'm looks cool. It. The stage yes. looks like a half ramp. I want to see some skateboard used on that ramp. I would like that too. Or at the very least, Stone Cold on an office chair. Exactly. Give us one or the other. I bet Darby Allen's kicking himself. He's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> there's never been. I know Mandrews, I suppose. I was trying to think if there's ever been um, a wrestler with a skate sort of skateboarder gimmick. And I think Mandrews did bits of that in TNA didn't he yeah um, but yeah we need a proper proper skater wrestler exactly and on Friday night we have uh, Smackdown debuting on Fox they're actually treating wrestling as a legitimate sport which is pissing off legitimate sports which I find very <laughs> funny um, and also made a good point yesterday that um, technically the WE or Smackdown at least is owned by Disney because Disney owns Fox and Fox owns WE okay so technically Triple H could show up in the Marvel multiverse which would be awesome and the Disney streaming service is coming out soon isn't it I wonder if um, there you go you could get Smackdown going on there you could have a little bit going on and like and you know that they're on there because every interview I've seen with Triple H he compares it to like wrestling to Marvel Endgame and all of this kind of stuff and it's like alright get out the back pocket (laughs) calm down he's such a nerd as well though he's just like the muscliest dork in the world 
such a nerd. And the reason we're doing NXT is because this evening, for the first time in 18 years, a war will begin. Or friendly competition, as their wink, wink, nudge, nudge calling it. Uh, NXT goes up against AEW for the first time this evening. That's arousing. Iconic. Yeah, it is iconic. Uh, I wasn't quite sure how to respond to that. I know. Uh, that's, but, a, yeah. that's the quietest you've ever been in. I'm not going to edit out that gap. <laughs> I want people to appreciate that gap. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. So to celebrate that, um, we've already done top five takeover matches at some point in the distant past, probably. Um, so this time, what we're doing is top five NXT TV matches, or like mm-hmm. you know the weekly show as opposed to the takeovers. Um, which is exciting because uh, there's a lot of um, gems on there. I, oh, I, when you, you first said, let's do this, and you told me about an hour ago, so I was in a bit of a fluff. And then it was like, oh, no, actually, there's loads. So I think we're going to be all right, Max. We're going to be okay. Yeah, because uh, I got a couple of Stop messages. Panicking! I'm okay, Jesse. I'm okay. Uh, I got a couple of messages about our anniversary show where people said, oh, I missed you both having a, a top five together. Or a top five separately, sorry. Oh, really? Well, yeah. that's nice. Well, we should keep it as a special occasion then, because uh, I think if people like it, like I said, you don't want too much birthday. Let's not give people too much birthday. Exactly. This is what the people want. Let's not give it to them. Exactly. Classic WWE. WWE. Classic yeah, exactly. WWE. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the Vince McMahon train of thinking right now. It is good. And by the way, everyone, sometimes you just want to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> As we mentioned at the start, we're very tired. We just want to nap all the time. I'm working all weekend this weekend as well. I'm, I'm an absolute workhorse. I'm a company man, Max. You're in Brum, right? Yes. And then <laughs> Oxford. And then back to Brum. What's the DJ scene in Oxford? No, Birmingham. No D- I understand. Yeah, there's no DJ scene in Oxford. Well, there might be, but I don't know about it. But um, I'm going to Oxford um, to see Grace Petrie gig, which is... Um, about as opposite from DJ as you can get. She's an LGBT um, political singer-songwriter. Fit you to a T. There you go. I've been listening to a lot of Beans and Toast, by the way. Oh, good. Um, do you like him? Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. I like him a lot as well. Uh, I'm going to see him, but not until February in Bristol. That will be a good gig too. Everyone who likes music, go buy Beans on Toast ticket because he's a good, good lad. He's a good lad. Oh, anyway... I feel like we do an hour's worth of content in these 11 minutes that we have our, our introduction and get to chat and catch up in person. We just want to blast everything out, don't we? We only yeah. saw each other on, like, Saturday, and we still it still feels like we need to catch up. It's been three days, Max. Get out of my arsehole. <laughs> I still have stuff I want to tell you. <laughs> so much I to tell you, Jesse. So much has happened. You played Shenmue demo. I did play the Shenmue demo. Right, we, okay, we've officially lost our last listener. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> Uh, so I played it at lunch today, and it's 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 just like it was made in two thousand and three, which is and perfect. That's what we. That want. is not a negative against a game at all. It is anyone anyone listening. Shenmue is a video game that um, has been. Uh, they made Shenmue two. It finished on a cliffhanger in like two thousand and one, and after all these years, um, Shenmue three is about to come out, and the demo just released, and Max played it. Carry on, Max. Yeah, eighteen years. It it, it it's a system. WCW died. Shenmue died. And now we're getting them both back. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm so glad that the game is sort of, I don't want to say bad, but as as unrefined as the old ones. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's really good to hear. Yeah, if they came out with this polished, 
AAA modern style game that looked like you know Yakuza is what everyone compares Shenmue to. Yeah, we would be heartbroken. Yeah, exactly. And um, I'm glad. And you can still collect capsule toys and play capsule Lucky toys. Gear. And you got the bad bad voiceover. What was oh, yeah, the, the clip I sent you? So Ryu goes into the shop. This is literally the first 20 seconds of the demo I played. He goes into the <laughs> shop, speaks to the shopkeeper, and he's like, oh, yes, you need, like, dragon fuel to help you in combat. And Ryu just goes, dragon tonic, you say? <laughs> it's like, come it's on. Perfect, perfect bad translations. It's amazing. I'm so uh, happy with it. It's amazing. So, uh, yes, we have until November to complete all our other games because then... Shenmue 3 takes all priority against life, love, food, and marriage. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. I agree. Thank you. Shall I uh, do the top five drop then? Yeah, right, let's do it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Are you ready? Oh, hell yeah. You fans can stick it, brother. Tell me he didn't just say that. You know what annoys me? What annoys you today? That's I know we spoke about it before, but that sound drop is probably the greatest thing I'll accomplish in my life. <laughs> so good. Is that that annoys you that it does. you've peaked? I've peaked it, at that. It must be rough when you know you've peaked. Like, you sort of... You create something so beautiful and so just bloody brilliant. And yeah. you just... Yeah, you just can't... You I know just, you'll never top it. I meander through my day. I go to work. Everyone gives me, like, pats on the back. Employee of the week. All <laughs> the, means nothing to me. Literally nothing. That, I reckon when you completed that drop uh, a couple of years ago, whenever you did it, um, I reckon you sort of looked up and only you in that moment truly understood how Freddie Mercury felt after he finished Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> you are 100% correct. <laughs> you just sagely looked at the sky and went, here's to you, Freddie, and then <laughs> spilled a bit of beer on the floor for your fallen homie. <laughs> That's what that stain is on the carpet when you visit. <sighs> Good times. Right. Let's do a top five. Let's on... do it. So you the... actually won the quiz last week. I um, did. It was for bragging rights, which means I'm the king of year two, which I'm going to yeah. carry on for the next 12 months. <laughs> Don't go around saying you're the king of year twos, mate, because um, <laughs> I think, I think so, someone might have to give you a call. I'm fine in America. It's all good. That's why the majority of our people are, so it's fine. <laughs> That's good. Oh, so, uh, yes, I won the quiz that Steve showed or did to us and I feel like <laughs> he, did, he did it to us didn't he, he, he did it to us he, did a, it. he inflicted a quiz on us and I feel like I only got the answers because I spent time in their land and I drank their water so the knowledge of Canada seeped into my brain that's the only reason I won Jesse yeah it's, it's the Canuck stuff is in your blood now you've got exactly. maple syrup coming out of your nostrils or something <laughs> I don't know well it their water did make me grow fun fact yeah, it did, because you were shorter than me when you went away, and you came back like fucking, um... Slenderman. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Slenderman. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Canada. You made me win the quiz and made me tall. I love it. Well, I'm going I'm going to Texas next month, so maybe I'll come back finally having grown. <laughs> That'll be exciting. <laughs> That'll be terrifying. <laughs> if I suddenly came back as a 30-year-old man. 
by it all gangly, but looking like... Um, have you seen that video of the uh, like tallest man in the world playing basketball? That big, tall, white guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's so disproportioned that he looks like he's from a PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> like, the sort of... The graphics and the way he's angled, just... He doesn't look real. He looks like he was... He looks like he's from GTA Vice City. And not even one of the main characters, just one of the ones they didn't put that much effort in that walks along the street in the background. Well, I don't think the water's going to do it to you because one of Jesse's dream long-time listeners will know is to, to see a real-life cactus like in the, the cartoons. Same size as me. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. Size style. With, yeah, so he's, I'm, I'm picturing you jumping on that and getting Tom and Jerry stuck and Bobby's like pulling your legs and they're getting longer <laughs> and longer. And that's how it happens. That will be good, yeah. Just yes, my last words will be, help me now! <laughs> <laughs> And we all can't wait for it. It's going to be magnificent. It's going to be great. I'm going to do so much. I'm going to basically come back as um, like the most right-wing cowboy you've ever met in your life. It's going to completely change me. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I don't think you're going to come back. <laughs> no, you reckon? You reckon I'll just fall in love with it? And there, no, I, I reckon you're going to get shot or something. Oh, all that. Yeah. <laughs> These are our two options. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think we have any listeners in Texas. Can you spread the word in Texas? Yeah, definitely. I'll take some stickers. I'll sticker up. I'll sticker up the cactus. Yeah, because we're we're big in Florida and New York and uh, where else do we do out? Well? Really random place, not Michigan. Where is it? Can't remember. But uh, but there's a really random place that we do well. Virginia's another one. So like we've got the East Coast kind of covered. What was that mental country where like we get one listen from this mental country? Uh, and you told me about it. It was a while ago now, but it was like what random country for one person to listen to us in. Oh, Sweden. Was it Sweden? Yeah. Yeah, that's bonkers. Who's listening to this in Sweden? I know. Hello, Swedish fan. Hello, Swedish person. Come and say hello. Get in touch with us. I always like seeing the countries where we've just got, like, one listen, because they're the most backwards, weirdest country. Um, (laughs) Sweden's all right. No, Sweden's all right, but I mean, like, (laughs) for randomness of listening. Shall I look at the last episode and see what the most randomest country was? Yeah, right, go for it. Okay. I like that you've got all these stats. I don't have them. Do you want them? Hey, for old times' sake, while you're looking at it, why don't you play some mariachi music? Ah, the one thing I don't have queued up. That's all right, you can edit it in later. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so, last episode. Come on, don't fail me now. Uh, France. (laughs) That's not that weird. (laughs) (laughs) You said it it like it's a country you never heard of before. (laughs) It's, wait, what is this France? <laughs> I think it's like a weird place in France, though. Oh, man. <laughs> that was really funny the way you said that. France. <laughs> Fine, I'll go to the episode before that just to mix it up. Uh, Malta. Malta's pretty random. Malta, because... see, yeah, that's random. That's, that's what I was random. looking for. Not France, for fuck's sake. <laughs> The last episode wasn't that diverse. I had America, I had Canada, I had Europe. Good, yeah, okay, fine. We've covered it all. God damn. Alright, lovely. Right, we haven't done anything yet. (laughs) No one listens. There's one kid in Malta just like trying to learn English from us. (laughs) Deje Pablo got till five. (laughs) I don't know what people from Malta You know, like when Kevin Owens learned from JR and he thought slobberknocker was like a normal phrase that you say. What what phrase do you think people have picked up from us that's like normal? Cuckold. Cuckold. 
Chris Benoit is innocent. That's, yeah, that's all innocent. I was saying. Um, you're idiot. I say that quite a lot, yeah. don't I? And you I, idiot. Yeah, you're idiot, which isn't actually grammatically correct, so that's a bad way to learn English. That's a bad way. <laughs> kick a lamb. Basically, it's a weird... Oh, yeah, kick a lamb to death. I say that all the time. Probably too much. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what we do. We talk for half an hour, and then the top five takes, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, fine. I, I haven't these matches in my list. I haven't seen since they're on, really, so I can't even remember anything about them. It's going to take me no time at all. <laughs> we'll pad it out. It'll be fine. Anyway, we've played the drop. Let's get into it. So, um, NXT versus AEW this evening. We can't pick AEW because this is literally their first show. Maybe six months down the line, that'll be fine. NXT, it's been going for a while. They're going live. It's going to be exciting. They've had a couple, but this is like the main debut show. So let's look at the best matches that you can watch on the WE Network for nine ninety nine. Yes, or um, I think it's ten ninety nine in Shut up, Jesse. countries. All right, sorry. In Malta, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> What's the extra plan going to buy them? Oh, we we have Pyro back now, so I guess... I guess that's yeah. There you go. That's yeah. It needs to go into it. Have you ever all seen the JBL celebration after he won the WWE God, title? Yes. The amount of pyro that was used for that is like that is all the that was like two years worth of pyro used in one segment. Yep. It was. Imagine being there. I reckon people are going to sue in twenty years for hearing loss. You reckon? Well, was it at WrestleMania twenty eight where one of the not twenty eight twenty four it was? What of Undertakers. Pyro. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the pyros went off straight into a fan's face or something. Went into a whole crowd because the the cable snapped and it went into like the upper bowl. So not only have you got the cheap shitty sheets, you're also burnt. Yeah. It's, it's, I, can't, I can't see anything. My skin's falling off. <laughs> what a waste of two hundred dollars. What a waste of a time. My eyeballs hanging out of my face. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> this is not a fun day. But I like how simplistic wrestling fans are in the sense of they a lot of them would be like, Yeah, I understand why for cost cutting like Pyro is not that important, but it makes fans so happy. And like Pyro came back on Monday. No one gave a shit about the show. They just no, cared yeah. about who had the best Pyro entrance. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair enough though. I like it. I just thought another one, like the person sitting there at Mania twenty five. <laughs> Like, it's hot enough in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> this is just ridiculous. This is, did, they not, did they not look at the weather forecast? <laughs> um, anyway, um, go on, do you number five, quick. Okay, um, I haven't put these in order, Jesse. Pick a number no, between one me. and four. Three. Okay, Cesaro versus William Regal. NXT 12, Christmas 13. Very good. I thought you were going to make one of mine then. Um, excellent choice. Why is it good? Uh, it's a great match because I kind of see this as Regal's swan song, final goodbye forever, in a way. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's a shame he never had a proper, decent retirement match, is not it? Well, they were building to it, and then his neck got all fucked, and he had to yeah. have surgery that meant he could never wrestle again. But they were building to like him and Tyler Breeze, which I thought would have been really cool. And it was, and it would have been on the the first NXT UK tour. Probably at Takeover London would have been the match, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. I think that was the way it was going. Yeah, because it was that tour when he came out. He just got back from the neck surgery, and we all gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, and I'm very God, happy we Regal. got to see Regal in person because he's he's very near and dear to you and me. He is. Yeah. He's. Uh, yeah. I love Regal so much. And it's not until I get. He's one of those wrestlers that you only appreciate when you hit a certain level of maturity. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, as a kid, it was like I never 
and I was never big on Regal. I didn't really care. Or, you know, he was doing his job so well, so I didn't like it because he was a heel. And then once you get older and you watch Regal and you watch his older stuff and you think, this guy just fucking got it. Like, just the nuance of... Like, I mean, he, I think he was a stunning technical wrestler, a very underrated technical wrestler, but he was also incredibly stiff, which is always cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very funny. And his ti- his comic timing on stuff in the ring, like, he's, I would put him almost at the level of Ric Flair on his pacing and his psychology and knowing oh, God, exactly yeah. when and how to get a rise out of the crowd. Do you know what I mean? At Regal's the moment awesome. on Reddit, there's, you know, they do that whole 31 days of, they're doing yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 31 days of William Regal gifts. And they're just, mm. it, you watch each one and it's a masterclass in his kind of psychology in the ring. He makes an arm bar look good. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I just, the, but it, oh, yeah, I can't say enough good things about Regal. I actually realised how good he was when I did my um, rewatching a Nitro a couple of years ago mm. and seeing him as Steve Regal. Um, Steve. Steve and um, do like wrestling as, as such a young relative unknown you know on the early days of Nitro and still just smashing it he's never been young by the way he was like 23 years old when he was on Nitro and he looks <laughs> the same as now yeah, exactly by the way yeah. when we said it's Steve great. do you think Steve's really stoned and he got really freaked out like we're talking to him <laughs> he looked over his shoulder <laughs> so, throughout the podcast we're just going to drop his name and just freak him out a little bit it's going to be fun just blows loads of smoke out of his mouth <laughs> 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 but this match happened on the uh, on Christmas 2013 Cesaro William Regal and for my money if we were going to do a top 5 William Regal matches this would be up there nice because this is a he really it didn't matter how old he was he got in there and I don't know if this is Cesaro or Regal or, or what it was or a good balance but one of the best matches I've ever seen Regal have <laughs> and especially after coming back he was just like Yep, didn't miss a beat. Yeah, look with a body like a unmade bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's when he started wearing uh, women's swimsuits as his ring attire, which was uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that was a good time. There's, um, what's my favourite gif? It was, uh, I can't remember, Jamie Noble coming down to the ring with Layla, and Regal just beats him, goes outside, puts his arm out, and just leaves with Layla. And I was like, that's accurate. <laughs> In this woman's bodysuit that he's wearing. And I'm like, yeah, fair fucking play, Regal. That's amazing. I had a friend once who um, d- d- described, um, I might have said this before on the podcast and passed it off as my own line, but he um, um, described William Regal as when he walks around the ring in a wrestling match, he walks he walks like a husband that's got up to get a midnight snack and doesn't want to wake his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the perfect way to describe the way he walks, I think. I think that's spot on. I think it's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> But these two part on a like Cesaro in NXT is or Antonio Cesaro is an absolute yeah. treasure in NXT for his matches and he's so good in the ring and I think like Regal saw that and he was like great I can just have a a fantastic match with with him and then Cesaro with like the Swiss neutralizer and it, it was just I would say the best in either one of their careers and if you haven't seen it Christmas. 2013 it's on the network please go and watch it yes um i agree i haven't watched that for a long long time actually and i think i've only actually seen it once so i should go back and watch that hidden gem any excuse any excuse to see regal always makes me have you seen the clip of um, i think it was on like heat or something ridiculous like that 
um, or superstars. It was called superstars, wasn't it? The thing that superstar. sort of was saying superstar. <laughs> DDP. Um, and um, <laughs> it just sounded so simple. Get a motor. DDP. DDP. Davidalas Pejuato. Not Mexican. <laughs> Where's Malta? What is Malta? It's like next to Italy, next to Sicily. Oh, okay. So they sort of hold their hands up when they say everything. Sure, why not? It's yeah. it's, it's an Arabic Italian mix deal. Arabic, that's that is my favourite. Um, so I was going to say something. I forgot. Oh yeah, um, superstars with Daniel Bryan and um, William Regal had a match, and I think it was in England. It was in Liverpool or something. And um, like the like Regal's supposed to be a heel, and Bryan's is you know typical face self, and um, they're just corpsing throughout the whole match because you know how much they love each other and like. Uh, so as he's walking down, they prank Regal oh, by yes. playing "He's a Man," uh, his old theme music, like which Regal didn't know was going to happen. So like Brian and Regal, who was supposed to be in the middle of this blood feud, just both start pissing themselves like, at each other. It's great. <laughs> it's it's well worth a watch. It's a nice human moment. Human. Human. What is human? <laughs> Tell me what is love? Learn about love. What is love? Baby, don't, don't hurt, me. hurt me. Don't hurt me. Must learn about oh. this thing called love. Um, okay, can, can I? Number four, maybe? No, number four. <laughs> okay, my next one. Um, I'm jumping um, to um, February the 17th, 2015, was this episode of NXT. And the um, main event match was Adrian Neville versus Kevin Owens. Ooh, yes. Do you remember this match? I do. I do remember this match. So this this was the first NXT after Kevin Owens won the NXT title um, from Sami Zayn, um, powerbombing him on the apron and putting him out of action for a good couple of months. That's that's good music. I fucking love Kevin Owens' music. It's very and good. Kevin Owens' debut is the best. Um, his first ever NXT match because so he goes up against Juice Robinson, and um, when Kevin Owens' music starts, like no one's heard it before, so it doesn't get a pop straight away. So like the music just starts and everyone's completely silent, and it's not until the name Kevin Owens comes up at the same time as the drums drop in, and everyone realizes who it is and goes mental. It's fucking awesome. You never hear that in wrestling. People being silent for a song do you know what I mean until um, until it's a clear who it is it happened a lot during this kind of glory day of NXT when, when they signed like the NXT 4 uh, you had Hideo Itami uh, Prince Devitt uh, the Prince Devitt one was my favourite when they did the Prince Devitt oh, yeah. name and then it changed to Finn Balor that yeah, was cool. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. Um, so, but this match, um, so yeah, straight after um, Owens has won the NXT title, um, Neville takes issue with Owens, as he would, uh, because, you know, as we all know, Neville walked on the dark side a little bit when he was facing Sami Zayn before Sami beat him. He did. And then um, Neville became uber face because basically he became face by proxy because he made Sami Zayn look so fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and they just had this incredible match and just little things like. I know it's obvious when you look at how muscly um, Neville is, but just things like picking someone the size of Kevin Owens up and doing that delayed um, bridge German suplex is just in, just little moments like that. The spectacle of that is awesome. Yeah. And they just had such a good match. And, you know, it was very flippy. And it was the first time, really, that Kevin Owens had displayed um, that he could do some pretty good high spots as well. Like, he hadn't really done it on NXT prior to this. 
And he re- he went all out again. Do you remember his first ever main roster match against John Cena? Oh, yeah. Um, he really went all out, didn't popped he? Out he, moonsault, he, like, he? Popped uh, out a moonsault. Popped out a moonsault. Jumping yeah, to the to, top rope moonsault. Yeah, he wanted people to remember him. But And he didn't do a moonsault in this match, but he certainly he worked hard. And um, just to, it, that match turned me into a proper Kevin Owens fan. And um, I was already a bit of a Neville fan by this point. But yeah, that this got me on the Kevin Owens train, this match. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, oh, Kevin Owens in NXT. Yeah. Awesome. What a treasure. Right? Like, what a treasure. That we talked about before when he had five feuds going on at once yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I can't I'm, I'm trying to think for a wrestler who's done that before who just you know he should piss off everyone like not just one person that they're feuding with and then they're cool in the back of everyone yeah. like the way they presented Owens was he was rubbing everyone up the wrong way and he was just getting in anyone's face who he didn't like which is how a heel should act and I think Kevin Owens during that time was just like a masterclass in, in what the modern heel should be yeah, I completely agree. Do you remember his promo before the first NXT Brooklyn when everyone, all, everyone at Full Sail was like booing because it was the first NXT show that wasn't going to be at Full Sail? Yes. And Kevin Owens just went off on the crowd. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> that, it's, everyone should watch that if you haven't seen it. I like that he did put them in their place and they just kind of sat down quietly. And, sorry, sorry <laughs> yeah, Kevin. It was like being told off by teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, Neville as well. He's up there with like Cesaro and stuff. We all know what happened to, to Neville on the main roster. Um, and if that's your only impression of him, you're missing a trick because all of the original, the NXT kind of five of when it was Cesaro and Neville and Tyson Kidd, it was just incredible. The matches that they all used to put on together, that fatal four way that they all did. Oh, that was great. Unreal. Yeah, Tyson Kidd was so underrated. It's such a shame how his career ended, isn't it? Like, and he was just on that cusp of everyone going, hang on. Yeah, hang on, this guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah like, he shame. would have always been been mid-card, but he would have been the... Not Ben already style, because they did eventually become champions, but he would have always just been that staple of the that mid-card. Thing, the Dean Malenko style. The Dean Malenko, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he absolutely. ended up being the Perry Saturn. <laughs> oh, God. No, he ended up almost being the Dross. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but yeah I 100% agree with you Neville and um, Kevin Owens they I think they have great chemistry with anyone and when you had that high caliber wrestler in that locker room at that time you just went in for a bad match I cannot understand like I'm gonna go off on this throughout the whole podcast 2014 to 2016 just watch it all yeah, no, I completely agree. It's um, it's some of the best wrestling that's ever happened NXT television in those years. When I look back on it, especially for from yours and mine standpoint, Jesse, we were just like kids, fans, and just like proper <laughs> fans of that show. It was just suspend all disbelief and just watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, absolutely fantastic. And it, anyone who says wrestling's like been shit in recent years needs to pay more attention to NXT. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I've still not put these in order. So, Jesse, pick a number between one and three. Hey, there's only one number between one and three. Um, uh, pick so... a one. Pick one, two, or three. Okay, pet semantics. Uh, three. Okay. <clears throat> Last women's standing <laughs> match for the women's title: Asuka versus Nikki Cross, 2017, June 28th. Ah, explain. Yeah. So, not only the best. NXT TV Women's Match of the Year, um, but I'd say one of the best women's matches they've ever put on. It's fantastic. Fair enough. I love and it. What is your favourite spot from the match? 
Ooh. I mean, the final shot is pretty iconic of when... Iconic! Of when they go through the... I can't say that word anymore. I'm in meetings. And I have to be like, yes, this is going to be iconic. And they're like, what? <laughs> Nothing. You know what word I can't say normally anymore? What? Missy! <laughs> Fucking bake off. <laughs> oh, anyway, Just, sorry. Yeah, that's, that, that was for us. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Someone got to pop somewhere in the country. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes, last woman standing match. Hang on. <clears throat> Jesus, you I know. Right? I had something there. I had something there. I thought I was the one that was dying. <laughs> I think we're going to the grave together, my friend. Yeah, Let's have a twinsy grave. That'd be cute. That'd be nice. Who it? goes on top? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Depends what mood I'm in, darling. <laughs> so Asuka, obviously hot as shit on her title run at this point. Nikki Cross, I think, was an underrated feud. And the fact that they just put this on regular NXT TV is just something I didn't expect. But favorite spot for me was when all the chairs were outside of the ring and they were teasing the power bomb from the apron. And they yeah. didn't really properly do it, but Nikki got her from the apron on her shoulders and power slams her, power bombs her into like eight chairs. But Asuka's neck just snaps back and hits the corner of the ramp. And it's just like, ooh. That's all right. Like she's Japanese, so they've they've got better, they got better necks in Japan. Exactly. Have you seen the video of Suzuki just woman abusing Asuka? <laughs> yes, I have. It it's gets quite uncomfortable. Horrendous. It goes on for like eight minutes, <laughs> which is too long. Like you sort of click it and you go, "Oh, Suzuki Asuka, that'll be really cool." And you're like, "Oh, okay, he's absolutely destroyed her." So this will just be a sort of forty-five second clip of her absolutely getting destroyed. Eight minutes later, you're just sort of sitting there with the solitary tear running down your eyes. <laughs> And an erection. What? Just added a yeah, add a little little pinky hello. <laughs> yeah, it's very uncomfortable. It's it's not fun to watch at all. Um, because Suzuki's quite chubby there. <laughs> Why does that make it worse? It, it, I don't know. It just adds into the whole. <laughs> if if he was ripped, like you could get on board. But, but it, the fact that he's chubby is just it's not okay. It's not okay, guys. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> and you know, Asuka asked for it, which makes it even better. Yeah, your honour. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew anyway. I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. She, she's a competitor. She likes she likes it to look real. Is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, yes, I... and I feel like this was similar to to Nikki Cross and Asuka because uh, Nikki is always up for a fight, and they they just went proper mental on each other and the bumps that they were taking and using trash cans and this was still kind of the time where it was like cool for women to be like prominent in WE but hardcore matches and that kind of stuff hadn't really been done yet and the fact that they're just yeah. wailing on each other with chairs and drop kicking dustbins into each other's faces and fighting everywhere it was just really cool to kind of watch and just really be invested in and Nikki Cross at this point God, I wish she stayed in NXT longer. Yeah, she did. Like, there's no place for her on the main roster. Mm -hmm. if she's, like, I mean, she's doing all right for herself with the whole Alexa Bliss tag team, whatever. But yeah. I, I just wanted more in NXT. It was the same with like Ember Moon and same with Dana Brooke. Just, just too soon to get called yeah. up because Sanity, it, they just, you know, poof. such a sh Sanity was so cool. They felt like a Jet Set Radio team or something. Yeah. Like that's what it felt like to me. 
I just thought I just thought the whole vibe of Sanity was awesome. Such a shame. Yeah, Killian Danger recovered because he's gone back to NXT and he's he's doing quite well for himself. Nikki Cross is doing well for herself, obviously as as tag team champ. Um, yeah, but Eric Young, uh, I think he's producing now. And oh, is he? The German one, who knows? No, the German Maybe. one's on NXT UK with Walter. Oh, is he? He's I don't watch Walter's NXT fa- UK. He's in Walter's faction. Uh, which is quite still, cool, actually. It's yeah. quite cool. Quite no one cool watches NXT UK. <laughs> no, that's true. But, um, yeah, I only know because I watched the um, Tyler Bate-Walter match because I heard it was really good and um, they all came out at the end. So I saw the I did, Was it good? Because I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was good. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's it's long. It's like a proper sort of Japanese uh, New Japan style main event. It's like forty five minutes or something. But I know. But saying that to you puts you off before you actually start watching it. But it's. Uh, but I promise you, it is very very. I good. like my long matches. Good. Yeah, you should you yeah. should watch it then. Uh, and then the finish of this match is they do a suplex from a ladder through the announce table, which is just a very memorable, cool spot between Asuka and Nikki Cross, and then. At the count of nine, Asuka makes it to her feet and retains the <clears> title, but I think that's the closest she ever came to to properly losing it. Yeah, it was cool. That was that, that was a great um, title reign, wasn't it? It never got oh. boring, Asuka being women's t- champion. Yeah, incredible. It was great. Right, um, shall I move on to my number two? Go on, Which then. is sort of my number one, I guess. Um, my own personal one. Um, we're going back to the Swiss Superman. Um, but this time he's against um, my twin brother Sami Zayn on August the 21st 2013 this was a 2 out of 3 falls match oh yes I know this one well this is awesome this is such a good match and I think this is before um, I'm sort of I might technically be cheating putting this one in because it it was technically before NXT was a weekly TV show on the network and I think this match was just included on like a Christmas special or something um, even though it happened in August, just like you know when they do the best of NXT every Christmas, yeah. um, this match was like included on that, and that's the, I think that's the only reason it's on the network. But it's just so good. So Sami Zayn uh, hadn't been around that long in NXT, and um, was trying to was sort of losing all the time. Basically, he was he basically lost all the time until he won the NXT title. Yeah, um, and. Um, particularly against Cesaro, they had two or three matches before this where. Zayn would give him a good run for his money, but Cesaro would always absolutely destroy him. And having a two out of three falls match was a great way to sort of finish this feud. And it was a feud out of respects. They were both faces. It was really ni- nicely done. And just, I remember, the, do you remember the first fall? It was just Sa- Sami Zayn gets in the ring, hell of a kick, straight away. And that's the first fall. The one, two, three. After all this, like the psychology of that is awesome. After all that struggle of um, Sami Zayn trying to beat Cesaro over the weeks and weeks and weeks, the first fall's over with his finisher in five seconds and he's got the first fall, which was brilliant. And like the confidence that gave Sami Zayn. Oh God, yeah. I think was ace. the Haluva kick out of nowhere should be the new arcade out of nowhere. Do you remember the, mm. the Fatal 4-Way for the IC title where the bow rings and he just sprints and Haluva kicks uh, Kevin Owens in the face? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And that's the start of the match and that's why that's one of my favourite Fatal 4-Ways of all time because yeah. it's just unreal. Yeah, it's great. But this, uh, yeah, this whole match, I mean, we know what Cesaro is like. We were just talking about him in your Regal um, Cesaro match. Like, just so talented, man. And the the way he can lift, like, the way he can lift, like, big dudes, but he can throw Sami Zayn around like a ragdoll. And just, I just thought it was a great match. It got me into loving Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's one of my favourite current wrestlers, as listeners will probably know. And, um, and this match, for me, shows why 
he's he should be up there with one of the best. He hasn't got the wrestler physique. He hasn't got the wrestler look. He doesn't act like your typical professional wrestler, really. And but all of that is so cool. They're so it's so relatable to him for me because of how against the grain and kind of ordinary in a really unordinary way he is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I think this, like, I love heel Sami Zayn. I think it's absolutely amazing seeing heel Sami Zayn at the moment. But NXT face Sami Zayn was just such, such a. I, you know, what? I don't get behind faces, but Sami Zayn. No, no, I don't like good people. But um, <laughs> Sami, Sami Zayn in NXT was someone I really felt like I could get behind, and it was matches like this where it didn't matter if they won or lost because the way he did everything with so much heart just made it. It awesome. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, completely. It was Sami Zayn was um, for people who didn't watch the original NXT. He was like what Johnny Gargano is now. He, yeah, he's that that's a good pure as white um, baby face. That as you say, he, he lost. Shut up. And it <laughs> and it didn't matter that he lost, and it just built to something, and it made it that more important. Which you don't get a lot with babyface anymore. That's what babyfaces used to be. Exactly. Beating up come back do your high spot away you go yeah um, exactly nowadays people look at baby Finn, they're like hmm well I could see what WWE doing to try and make me like him but, like, they, yeah, but as you say the art of a good baby face you're not supposed to think like that you're just supposed to think this is a fucking good dude and if he wins we win exactly and it's it's this is a good match that he's putting on and I really hope he gets the payoff of winning yeah and him and Cesaro just had unbelievable chemistry together and I think it's just more at this point Cesaro just has great chemistry with anyone yeah no that's certainly um that's certainly a fair point he, but I don't I don't know I like he does but it's same with Benoit like it and Eddie like it was the same thing like they're really fucking good but when they're in the ring with someone else who's really fucking good that's just next level do you know what I mean yes. like there's plenty of Benoit Elijah Burke matches that I'm not in a hurry to go back and watch do you know what I mean <laughs> well yeah that's fair wasn't that Benoit's last match it was that's why it popped into my head funnily there, enough it there was you his, come. yeah it was his last match on, on WWECW television against mm-hmm. Elijah Burke and his last actual appearance was after the main event of that show when CM Punk won a match because it was supposed to be Punk Benoit and Benoit comes out and has a stare down with Punk like to close the show they just stare at each other in the face and looking at it with the gift of hindsight just Benoit just looks waxy and ravaged yeah he wasn't feeling it he was not no his yeah the lights were on but his eyes did look a bit like he just didn't want to be there or anywhere He's just gonna. His eyes look like he was gonna murder his family in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, you know that look. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. There's nothing more I can say in terms of that. Uh, Sami Zayn matches from the early NXT. Mwah, bellissimo. He gave Shinsuke Nakamura his best match ever. He did. The I pretty much. I have to say, pretty much the only really good Shinsuke Nakamura match I've seen him do in WWE. I was tempted to put Shinsuke Finn when Finn was having his like farewell NXT. That was that was close. Oh yeah, that was good. No, you're right. That was very good. Yeah. But I in terms of like Shin. main roster, nothing's ever come close. No. 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 And that was yeah, Sammy Swan song when he left. Oh, if they ever release just a Sammy NXT DVD, buy it in a second. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Shall I do my number one? I think you better. Um, that was a drum roll. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> deep in my cerebral cortex but uh this won't be everyone's number one pick it's just one that i like which i think is we could do a lot of these 
Because there's a lot of NXT matches. We say that every week. Every every top five we do, we go, oh, we could do this again. We could just do, like, why don't we do that? We struggle to think of ideas sometimes. Why don't we just go, okay, let's do this again, but with a different top five. Year three, where we just recycle and don't care. (laughs) We did a a double whammy of Chris Jericho, didn't we? We did. We did a a double whammy. The second episode did better than the first episode. Where's the logic? I don't understand that. You stupid listeners. So my favourite match from NXT TV is a tag match. You won't be surprised to learn because I love tag match wrestling. Tag wrestling? Tag what? Two four-man ring wrestles. (laughs) Four-man (laughs) two-team. It's delightful. Um, (laughs) Before they were American Alpha, they were just Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. Before they were DIY, they were just Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. And this happened in 2015, October 28. And it was part of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament. I think it was the first one. Yeah, easy for you to say. And I've had a couple as well. So, they didn't have their official names. They weren't American Alpha. They weren't DIY at this point. But this kind of cemented why these four became some of my favourites. And especially Ciampa and Gagano. Because, so, Gagano and Ciampa debuted during the inaugural Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic and they actually made it to the semi-finals to encounter the because Chad Gable and Jason Jordan were like red hot for people who don't watch NXT and just watch the current WWE product you're like really? Kurt Angle's son and <coughs> the guy who tags with Shouting Benjamin or I don't even know who he, what does he do now? Uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure no either, knows. I'm afraid. No one yeah. knows, no. Um, so they hadn't really paired much, no one really seen it on TV, but the chemistry that these two had, smooth as silk, smooth as butter, whatever kind of description you want to put on it, it was just like, okay, these four guys are fucking good. And this kind of kicked off my, my love for them in terms of seeing American Alpha and how good DIY will become as a tag team and independently as well. And the crowd just ate it up. Like every move that Gable did, the crowd were just on their feet applauding and they were just into every single moment. Because in all honesty, when these two kind of made it to the semi-final, it was like, really? These two are in the semi-final? But they just killed it, man. Yeah, absolutely smashed it. And like you said, like all four of them, um, I mean, varying degrees of success, but... All four of them, I think everyone would unanimously agree, are fucking brilliant wrestlers. And yeah. that's what because... Jack Cable's doing. So he's actually doing all right for himself. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, he... He, he got to the semi finals of the King of the Ring tournament. No, the, or final. the finals. He got, he he got, got to, to the, the final. final. Yeah, lost to Baron Corbin. Yeah. And everyone started to go, oh, this guy's actually quite good. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully the momentum keeps up. Because um, he is, he is absolutely amazing. I love Chad Gable's style so much, and like you said, it was this match. This was sort of the the match that showed everyone how good he was, and yes. um, and Jason Jordan to an extent. Um, yeah. I actually would, I'd forgotten about. Um, do you remember a few years ago before Jason Jordan hurt his neck? Um, he was tag team champions with Seth Rollins. Yes. Yeah. And everyone hated Jason Jordan, but they were starting to play into it. And he was actually playing this amazing character that was oblivious of how much... It was basically what Kurt Angle was doing in his early days. Like, being an American hero and oblivious of the fact that everyone hated him. Yeah, it was genius. Jason Jordan was smashing it. I thought he was doing a really good job at that. 
And then he sadly got injured, so it didn't carry on. But yeah, then, Jason Jordan got my respect from that. And you know he was doing good, because then the Smarks cottoned on and they went, okay, we're going to boo him, but we respect him. Kind yeah, of yeah, deal. yeah. It was that yeah, kind of... the best, in it? Um, but him and NXT, just American Alpha was so good together. The finisher of when he kind of does the, the pop-up into... Um, I'm forgetting words of wrestling moves now. Gable <laughs> does the kind of... <laughs> fucking hell, my brain's gone. Um, the half-back suplex into the pin. Yes. it. That's one of my favourite tag team finishes. And I want someone to steal it and keep using it. Yeah, it was cool. I forgot about it as you just said, actually. That was, yeah, that was a very cool move. Jason Jordan was great at the hot tag. Like, Gable did all the work, but when that hot tag came in, he, like, I can see why he's Kurt Angle's son. Because <laughs> the straps will come down, shoulders into the corner, fire yeah. up, suplex, boom, one, two, three. It's all Jason Jordan did, and it was magnificent. Yeah, it worked. It worked. And like his dad, Kurt Angle, he had yeah. a, a lovely little bottom in his um, exactly. in his little onesie. And he ended up with a frube neck. And he did end up with a frube neck. There's so many genetics going on here. Right. It's I just... think there's, there's one important detail about the two of them that um, might be show that they're not actually as related as we think they might be. But other I, than I that... I can't think of it. <laughs> other than that, they're like two peas in a pod. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah, still American Alpha versus DIY had the better fuse, but they only seem to really uh, wrestle on takeover shows. American yeah. Alpha versus DIY, and, and we saw them um, a couple of times. Uh, do you remember the Plymouth match between American Alpha and DIY and um, the Revival? Yes, yes, that was really good. That, that was, was a good match. So good because it was for the titles, and I thought they were actually going to win it. And then the crowd started chanting, "Jordan, Jordan, give us a wave!" And he didn't oh, understand yeah. what was happening. <laughs> He was happy to wave, though. <laughs> just, uh, biggest pop of the night. He was like, I don't understand this country. <laughs> and then Finn, Finn teased us, didn't he? Because we were oh, chanting, yeah. uh, Finn, give us a wave. And he didn't for ages. And it wasn't until he got his hot tag and uh, cleared the ring before he finally gave us the wave. He, know, he knows how to hold a crowd, doesn't he? And uh, Samoa Joe, when someone started chanting, who ate all the pies? And he did just a wanking cum motion oh, yeah. over them. <laughs> Oh, I miss house shows. I, I miss house shows too. God, they're fun. Too they much are. fun. Uh, <laughs> American Alpha, fantastic tag team. Don't understand why they broke them up. So happy that um, NXT got this USA deal, which means that Gagano stays in NXT and builds that brand. And I pray to Jeebus, Krishna, Buddha, whoever's up there, that Tommaso Ciampa, when he returns, goes to NXT as well. Yes. Yeah, me too. That'll be great. Is he injured again, is he? he? Well, he broke his neck a while ago and he's he's been out oh, for God. about um, a while. Yeah, because he had to drop Goldie, had to drop it. So he'll be coming oh, back okay. for Goldie. Oh, I think I'd sort of, I remember that now. I think I've blocked it out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Champa's like, not hurt. He's fine. Yeah, is it? Oh, man. It sucks for the dude, doesn't it? How long he was out with his fucking leg as well. And then he comes back red hot as anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll that come back sucks. red hot. As long as they put him in NXT, he'll come back red hot. Yeah, definitely. What did you think about um, after when Gargano won the NXT title, um, Champa came out and gave him a big hug, like completely breaking kayfabe at the end. Did think, you were you okay with it, or I did was. it annoy you? I, I think it did kind of make sense for the story because they had been kind of teasing the whole coming back together and and helping each other and. Johnny's descent into madness. I, I still think the whole Gagano Champa is one of the most well crafted storylines they've done in the past ten years. 
Yeah, I agree, but I feel like that complete kayfabe breaking bit ruined it. I feel like it put an end to it. It ended the chapter in it. Yeah, me. I don't know. I feel a bit weird about it. I feel like it's a bit like like all right, we know it's not real, but don't rub it in our faces. Yeah, you know, I know it's an emotional moment for them and they're best friends in real life and everything, but because they just come off such a real feeling blood feud, do you know what I mean? It yeah. sort of clanged with me a bit. Ah, oh, that feud. Yeah, I, I, I think that's when my um, my watching of wrestling religiously, especially with WWE, really dipped off. When that ended, uh, the main roster was terrible. NXT was in a weird flux, and New Japan was in a weird flux as well because they just lost Elite and basically every Western wrestler that they had. Yeah, um, that they built up. I was just kind of and and Naito just kept losing constantly. I was just in a weird kind of <laughs> dark space, really. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm all right now. You know, Good. this this week it was a dark time. You know, I'm here to talk to you, don't you? When these dark times come, I like talking to strangers on on the internet, <laughs> making them uncomfortable in Malta. <laughs> Dick pics. Dick pics. Steve. <laughs> Good time. I sent him a dick pic. <laughs> I sent him a pic of me on the shitter, didn't I? That he didn't was, like that. Um, no, he wasn't happy with that. He wasn't happy. Nah. Do it I again. misjudged it. <laughs> you gotta know where the boundaries are. That, that's how you that's how you sort out a friendship. You just learn where the boundaries are. We're getting there. Yeah, getting you, gotta, you gotta break those boundaries to know where they are. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So those are our five favourite NXT TV matches. NXT matches on the network, is that it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you it say is. TV, but it's not on TV. It's still all being streamed. And it's the same with, like, pay-per-views. We still call pay-per-views pay-per-views, but they're not, are they? We're just watching them on the network. Yeah. So they're just special events or something. I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue as nicely. No. Pay-per-view is a, it's a nice thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. I still say... Because I don't know what nice to say. I still say, oh, I'd want to see that on DVD. I, I haven't watched a DVD in about six years. <laughs> But you can't say, oh, I'd, I'd love to watch that on a Blu-ray. Yeah, no, Or a 4K. It just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Come up with a better acronym, you nonces. Yeah, you pedos. <laughs> Whoa, Jesse, there's the line again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I could quite happily do another one of these because uh, there's, there's a few that I want to mention again. Maybe we shall. Maybe we shall, maybe. So, by the way, me and Jesse are going to be recording in bulk if everything works out correctly because we're oh, reaching out... Know to other podcasts and we're going to have other podcasts come on and co-host with us because we've been talking to each other for I don't want to count how many hours on this podcast but there's 65 episodes they average about an hour and a half you can do the math maths no just do the math and then um, yeah so we're going to get some friends I'm pretty sure I've spoken to you more than anyone else in my life. <laughs> like, if I think about, yeah. like, everyone. Maybe my mother. I don't know. It's definitely between you and my mum. I think I spoke to you more than your mother. Yeah, I, I think you're probably you right. speak to you every day for... It, it's not even a, a new occurrence. We've spoken every day <laughs> for minimum of five years. No, you're right, actually. And Well, no, longer than that, really. I mean, I, just, I don't know. So let's think. We became best mates at school when we were like, what, 14, 13? Wow, we became like acquaintances. Let's not rush straight into best mates. Oh, I know, we were best friends immediately. <laughs> and you loved me and you told me as you held me to your breast. You just, you explained that it was all going to be okay and we were going to be in love and live forever and share a grave. And <laughs> that was going to be gonna, on top? 
I was, I was going to be on top, and you'd give me a cuddle, and we'd decompose and become grass, and it's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how our friendship went. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we, yeah, but so we talked every day, like all through school. Then there was maybe a couple of years where we didn't talk every day, but we'd see each other fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the last five or six years, as you say, since sort of. Um, social media been, has kicked so, up and has allowed yeah, us exactly. to yeah so we've just been like yeah Facebook messaging or whatever yeah for hours and hours every day when we should be working yep and those will come up in court one day those transcripts <laughs> of our Facebook conversations we're adamant of it yeah they'll definitely be used as evidence one day in fact they're going to be reading this as evidence right they're now they're going us and we're going to be looking at each other like <laughs> <laughs> Just give us a life sentence to get it over with. <laughs> ah, good times. Yeah, cool. So we're going to record in bulk, um, get some like guests and that, or like friend friends of other podcasts. I don't know what we're going to do. You're in charge. I haven't got a clue what's going on. And um, and then it'll, it'll be good times. Basically, it'll be similar to when we have interviews and I invite strangers on and Jesse doesn't like it and he just goes quiet because he doesn't understand who the strange person is on our on our conversation. Why are they taking up my max time? <laughs> Make them leave. Make them leave. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. We're going to we're going to trial it. See how it works. It's good to spread the pod and family love. It's all good. Oh, buy calling spots. We're in it again. Uh, calling spots is a great magazine, and it costs like two quid. Yeah, and it is really really good. It's the best wrestling magazine about. And uh, that's someone we get on as a guest. Actually, we can get the um, editor of that on because um, he seems like a very nice chap. Yeah, yeah. Let's have him on for a, for a natter. Let's do that. And um, there's somebody he works with as well that they do the pro wrestling crates together as well. So we yeah. can get, get them on and um, talk all about that good stuff. Let's do it. Let's make that happen. So enjoy the next couple of months. We're going to mix it up a little bit and get some fresh blood in here because I'm pretty sure you've heard the same story from me and Jesse. I don't even know how many times. I know. It's quite nice that we actually saw each other this weekend and did stuff because we could talk about like a new occurrence it's, instead of like a caravan party from Nantikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikik
It's it's so good. So NWA is back. AEW is <laughs> arriving. NXT there's live wrestling competing with each other. This is exciting. It's exciting. Find us at gotto5.com, by the way. Yes, subscribe, like, leave a review. It's very important at the moment because we're all competing in the ratings on the on the exactly. iTunes store. Exactly, we we've got our own Monday Night War going on. Exactly, we're we're up against some shit podcast that we need to take down. Oh, wait, is there someone? I don't name names, but is there someone who's like just ahead of us? It's really getting on your nerves. Yeah, like really oh, get on okay. my nerves. Right, we're gonna rape them. Good, and we need your help. <laughs> <laughs> we need your help to rape. So, rate, review, subscribe, do all of that good stuff on iTunes, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We can't wait to be back in two weeks' time with something a little bit new, a little bit saucy. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Oh, me too. Enjoy your two weeks. We will see you soon. Jesse, always a pleasure. I love you, and I can't wait to see you again. Goodbye, everyone.